need more pylons. You need more pylons. It's time for need more pylons. It says I'm recording right now. Yes, I am. Okay, uh, need more pylons. Redux coming at you live. This is going to be, uh, I don't know how long. Typically, I go 30 minutes and uh, it's kind of experimental sort of material that I'm trying out. Um, you know, I still call it Need More Pylons Redux. Um, I haven't done a show because I've been trying to sort of refine the show a little bit. I think something just fell. Anyways, that was loud. Anyways, the, 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 the idea of, of my show is it is a, um, it's a video game podcast hosted by me. And, you know, topic-wise, I like to talk about a lot of different things. Um, specifically, you know, video game news, what's happening. And there was so much happening at, at E3 um, online. We got to see Diablo 4 a little bit. In fact, in Diablo 4, got to see... Uh, some of the new information that came out today about Diablo 4 uh, was in fact a just the, the idea that Diablo 4's last class may be a double-edged sword. Um, this article comes from uh, Game Game uh, Rant, which it's it's not the most trustworthy site for me to, to go off of, but um, what are you going to do? I like Polygon a little bit better. And uh, so so the headline is, Blizzard gives us a new look at Diablo 4's classes and classic enemies. Development update from Diablo's art team shows off the Blood Bishop, Succubus, and more. And that has me very excited as a Diablo, Diablo 4 fan. And mainly for the sheer simple fact that Diablo 4 is... This progression from Diablo 3, and, and believe you me, I have 150 hours plus in Diablo 3. Played the shit out of that game. So I wonder, I really wonder what a Blood Bishop and Succubus and kind of what Blizzard wants to do. I mean, in my opinion, Blizzard as a company is failing so bad right now because the loyalty to the gamers is not there as it once was. When you do something fucking stupid like that, you run into this idea of, I talk about this on my show constantly, about pissing off the gamers. You cannot do that. I don't want to delve so much into why you can't do that. I know I just want to talk straight up about Diablo 4's progression. Um, there was a blog post in this particular article. The article is written by Michael McWhorter. You're going to want to check that out. Speaking with Mueller, who is the art director, John Mueller, some reference to uh, John Mueller, the this was over Zoom. The art director told Polygon that the content on display is pretty polished, and it's a very good representation of what where we're at today with Diablo's four development. Some of the highlights from blog show off off characters. God damn, show off characters like the Rogue and the Barbie. Now players' gear looks on Diablo Four's variety of body types. Thank you. If you just joined me, 
we're talking about Diablo 4. I realize this is not particularly, I mean, it's live right now, but once this goes out, this will not be live. That gives me an opportunity actually to speak about Anchor by Spotify. For all your podcasting used, please choose Anchor. They do a great job. They disperse your podcasts in many different forms. I know my, my stuff goes out to Apple. It can go out to Alexa. It can go out to many different forms. And for that, I'm grateful. So thank you, Anchor. Again, Anchor by Spotify. Check them out. We'll dive right back into the Diablo 4. And, and taking a look at the Rogue class, it has the vibe like one of the costumes I see has the vibe of a um, an Assassin's Creed type of character. They really went to lengths to do uh, sort of an Indian flair uh, aesthetic. But here's what they have to say. The gear shown reflects the dark, grounded, more realistic art direction for Diablo 4. But Mueller said that players can still expect plenty of flash from the armor and gear acquired in the endgame. And, and he kind of feels this contrast between the very high level and starter gear, something like a, on the Barbarian, after exploring the entire world of Sanctuary, which you'll be able to do in Diablo 4. Miller added, basically, it's a huge investment to get this level of fidelity across the board with hundreds and pieces of armor and gear, multiple body type characters for five classes, and to have those kind of feel like they're the same quality. They damn well better be the same quality. I'm banking on Diablo 4 being this flagship entry that Diablo 4 will gain lots of interest. I know I'm super fucking excited about it. And um, and uh, lost my train of thought there. The, the the thing is, is that Blizzard has got to really get on their high horse. It's a lame metaphor to use, but get on that high horse, drive, and ride this pony, ride this horse to the very end. Because if they don't do that, they don't get on their high horse. Gamers are going to know. They're going to sniff out this bullshit. They're going to call Blizzard a bad company, which in, in in retrospect, it is a bad company now. I've been so loyal to Blizzard for so many years. But it's been going downhill for a multitude of reasons, which being gamers don't appreciate Blizzard's uh, kind of their theatrics anymore. And there's other companies that are just better. The execution's higher. They don't have as many bugs in their game. And the launch for Diablo 4 has got to be clean. That's all I got to say. Because if it's not, Blizzard's going to just continue to go downhill. They're not going to go bankrupt. But gamers have lost favor with Blizzard. And this is a title, aside from that stupid Diablo Immortal bullshit that they put on mobile. I understand mobile's hot. I understand you want to do things the right way. I understand you want to go into mobile market and you want to capitalize off of those audiences, but you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't make a mobile game, push it the way you did Blizzard. Focus all of your assets right now on Diablo 4. Focus all of your assets and your teamwork on uh, the Burning Crusade for, for Classic. Wild Classic. Um, here we go. 
there are enemy types. Okay, I misread this. The the succubus is not a class. It is an enemy. Which is shitty. That'd be cool if she was a class. Okay, fine, Diablo. We'll go Diablo 4. That's fine. Blizzard. Uh, Diablo 4 will also bring back classic enemy types like the demonic succubus, reanimated skellies, as well as nature family threats like... <gasps> Excuse me. Wasp, tree spirits, and bears. The game introduces new terrors like the Blood Bishop and a reimagined skeleton lord. That has me on fucking board. Hell yeah. Kill me a skeleton lord or kill me a blood bishop. That all sounds just amazing. And uh, he has, uh, Mueller has something to say about this. It's fun to take the very traditional Diablo things like skeletons and really blow that out, he said. There's all kinds of things you can do with that. Really. Really good. That's sort of bread and butter of what we do. And there's a line between the natural world, like the tree spirits and the wasp, and the boars or bears you might encounter in the sort of demonic and horror things. That's something from the very early days of Diablo. So I think we're, we've always tried to have, you know, the grounding of the universe. And in my opinion, going back to Diablic roots and Diablo 1, which is a game I never beat, but Diablo 2, I know so, so very well. And that's another thing I wanted to, to glide into topically is Diablo 2 Resurrection is going to be something incredible, I think. Now, where they failed with Warcraft 3 was they promised all this um, just amazing type of content that was not delivered. But it would seem to me, as we move on from Diablo 4, and we might come back to it, is that Diablo 2 has, that team has learned from the Warcraft 3 remake team what not to do. And so I think some of the innovations that are coming out of that, specifically resurrected uh, shared stash is getting three times bigger, is a welcoming thing. Because in the original Diablo 2, you only had so much storage space. I mean, if I had, um, if I recall Kani's, Kani's, uh, not Kani. It's not Kani. It's the name of the staff called. It's not Kani. It's not Kani. It's not Kani's cube. It's not Kani's staff. It's, uh, oh my God. It'll, it'll drive you nuts sometimes. Oh God. Cain. Oh my God. Yes, it's Kane. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. Kane's. So when I played the very first time, I lost Kane's staff. And I couldn't retrieve it or figure out how to retrieve it. And that was a flaw of my own, but that's also a game design flaw because it's not enough storage but the game was like tetris where you had to utilize cubes you had to utilize the staff 
You have to utilize weapons and armor and all sorts of awesome things like that in that storage capacity. So I'm guessing, not even guessing, I know for a fact that the shared stash getting three times bigger is huge, huge. And that's what Blizzard says that's thanks to the feedback collected from players during the RPG games, technical, so they're, they're in TA or technical alpha test, TAT for short. And so that's one of many improvements for Diablo 2. There's going to be UI improvements as well. But it's going to be gorgeous as fuck. And that's what we have to look forward to aside from keeping the gameplay in absolute tip-top shape. Keeping it the way you would want it to be. I think Diablo, Diablo 2 um, is going to learn from its past mistakes in Warcraft 3. And um, they'll know what they're doing. Blizzard... Blizzard knows what they're doing, first of all. Let's not, not beat around the bush about that topic. They know what they're doing. But also, also I wanted to talk and touch upon the point of Blizzard, and specifically uh, the game Diablo 2, has to have a like fantastic launch as well. So, I mean, these launches have to be, they don't have to be immaculate, but they have to be better than Warcraft 3's launch. They just have to. They have to be better than Cyberpunk 2077's launch. They have to be better than some of the most horrendous launches in the past. They just have to. And if Blizzard delivers on both these launches being solid, they, they're gonna, they already have an audience. They can just build on grabbing us that lived in this nostalgic wave, such as happening now. I mean, that's why they're bringing back these amazing games, is because the people that played them, me, me and you and, and other people uh, from the 90s or so, are, are, are the entire audience. They, they want to reel this in and they're doing that by bringing back um and remastering uh, classic games i think it's a brilliant idea i mean i love to see innovation in the gaming industries as well but i think blizzard has a point in um bringing back a classic title like that and i think it's going to be fun as hell i think they're going to nail it i think the launch for diablo 2 is going to be great i think the launch for my prediction for the launch for diablo 4 is going to be a mediocre launch. I don't expect it to be fantastic, but a mediocre is better than really buggy. So, that being said, you're still listening to Need More Pylons Redux with Double A. I'm your host. We've been chatting about Diablo 4. We've been chatting about Diablo 2 and how fucking bad Immortal is. I mean, that game is literal shit. And... Blizzard should have never attacked the mobile uh, market. I don't think that was a wise idea to do so for the following reasons, and, and I kind of discussed a little bit. When you attack a market such as the mobile market, it's so not necessarily oversaturated with apps and stuff, but there's a lot of them. There's 
a lot of games out there. You're competing with Clash of the Clans. You're competing with some of these bigger titles. And you wanted to bring Diablo to the mobile market? That's just not a wise idea. Diablo was never meant for the mobile market. That's my, my big point of emphasis. It was never meant for that. It was always meant to stay on PC. And, um, you know, Diablo 4 is not on mobile. So why put Immortal? In fact, here are some breakdown points of why Diablo Immortal does not work. We go to... The, the fact that uh, BlizzCon 2021 canceled, canceled Diablo Immortal should show you everything... That is wrong. This comes from Tech Radar. This was an article from June 9th. I understand it's July, but that's um that's relatively I mean, we're talking within a month's span uh, this article came out. So it's it's considered what I would say typically in, in journalism you would say it's not necessarily timely, but it is relevant. There is relevance to this. I don't think people care about... They do care about mobile in the way you think they care about mobile. That is to say that they do care about mobile in the way that when you look at mobile, like I said, there's so many apps, there's so many games that are out there that you're competing. And video games companies have tried this before. I think... Activision has tried some games. Uh, Capcom has uh, tried some games, and they've been uh, fairly successful with the mobile. But you're trying to put this on iOS and Android. And, and just like the fact that it's touch screen, screened, controlled is really lame because the functionality goes right out the window. And it's just, it's turned into a meme. A cycle of strife from the Diablo Immortal. In fact, I'm going to play you a clip right here. Listen this to this. This is Wyatt Chang from the Diablo Immortal team. Listen to this. At the start of this year, we wrapped up our technical alpha, and the team was energized and encouraged by the warm reception we received. We are now entering our next phase of development we'll be introducing some of our end game content for testing while continuing to iterate and improve on existing systems. My crusade continues. To start, Alpha 2 introduces a new class, the Crusader, and we'll be raising the level cap from 45 to 55. Players will continue the main quest storyline through two zones, Mount Zavane, home of the monks, a thousand and one gods strike through me, and the frozen tundra where the scattered barbarian tribes reside. I am Blade and Fury incarnate. Players will also discover a new dungeon, Cavern of Echoes, where a powerful relic is guarded by a giant frozen terror who seeks to keep its power for their own. It seems your journey continues. I mean, that right there is some bullshit. He talked about a new class called the Crusader. Well, 
There's a game called Diablo 3. It has a Crusader class. I mean, it's like they don't even care. They're throwing... They have the Barbarian in there. Cool. They've got the Crusader. But there's no innovation there. And the Monk. We've seen this all in Diablo 3. Why would I play Diablo Immortal if I have Diablo 3? And Diablo 4 will come out eventually. It just makes no goddamn sense for Blizzard to put their eggs in, in the goddamn gaming basket and actually go after the mobile market. I just don't think it's going to be good. He said a warm reception. But let's play this clip. Let's play this clip real quick. A warm reception. Let's see how warm this is. Now I'd like to pass it to my personal spirit. I mean, listen to this clip. The lead game designer. This was in 2018. This was this was hilarious. Listen to it. Okay. Hello, BlizzCon. This was at BlizzCon. Okay, just for a frame of reference. Okay, BlizzCon. Here we go. Here we go. We love Diablo. We love the way Diablo has brought millions of players around the world together to slay demons. Our modern world is an increasingly connected one. Our mobile devices keep us closer than ever to our friends, family, and loved ones. So we knew we want to use mobile devices as the platform for a new Diablo game. If you want to know more, we'll be back here on the Mythic stage in just a few minutes. For those of you who are here at BlizzCon, Thank you. We are going to have, sorry. <laughs> hey, uh, just was wondering, is this uh, an out of season April Fool's joke? <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's, a, it's a fully, uh, fully fledged uh, Diablo experience on, on mobile, which everybody will get to play. <laughs> Is there any plans to make this playable on PC, or is this a strictly mobile forever? Uh, are there any? Uh, yeah, this, this the current plan is to be on mobile, both uh, Android and iOS. Uh, we don't have any plans at the moment to do uh, PC. Now listen to that. Did you hear those boos? Did you hear it was an April Fool's joke? Is this an April Fool's joke? Listen to booze. Like, that's that's how big of a mockery Diablo Immortal is. It is. It's a mockery. 
That makes no sense to go after the mobile market. None. None. And you you alienated PC gamers who have played since Diablo 1. You've alienated them. You have essentially just slapped them in the face. With your big old open hand. And you've alienated that community. You've alienated us. Because I'm still in that community. Though I've never played Diablo 1. I've played 2. played 3. I'll play 4. And I want to resurrect. Blizzard has got to understand. People don't want a Diablo mobile game whatsoever. They want the four, the five, the six, whatever it is. They want the classics remakes. If they're going to remake two, what they should have done, and maybe this is kind of an insane thing to think about, is packaged up Diablo 1 and 2, remade them both. I understand it's hard to remake them. Fix them up, leave the core gameplay intact. That's our key here. Core gameplay intact. And sell them as a bundle for like 20 bucks. That's what they should do. But this Diablo 2 remake paves the way for them to make a Diablo 1 remake. Which I'm very excited about if they go that path. But they're focusing a lot of their team on... They've got their WoW division. They've got their Diablo division. They've got their Overwatch division. They're not making new IPs. That's what's going to kill Blizzard in the end. Not making new IPs. Overwatch 2, they've said, is not a new IP per se. It's like a upgrade from Overwatch, I guess. It just uh, boggles the mind, Blizzard, which direction you're headed. And I watched a terrific video on YouTube. And uh, I, I thought it was very entertaining. To this was by Asmongold. Okay, gentlemen, I have promised this video for an entire week. We are finally talked it about. Finally, time we are going to finally watch this video. The decline of Blizzard. That is why Warcraft Three we. Forged is so terrible, I wish I never played a Blizzard game ever. That's about right. Yeah. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are What do you mean A tier? Am I A tier? Played game is eventually good, but a rushed game is forever bad. Warcraft 3 Reforged yeah, represents right. Blizzard's complete lack of empathy or care for their older games mm -hmm. and the fans who still play them. Yep. They just pissed on their own legacy. And these problems barely scratch the surface. And now Blizzard is forced to take their sweet time fixing things that never needed to be fixed. In the pursuit of money and who knows what else, 
Blizzard has lost their identity. Being yep. one of the core titans of the industry and seeing them fall so far, fall lower than the likes of Bungie, is just sad, man. The franchises they used to be known and loved for are not what they once were. Where they Shit, used to be dedicated towards the fans, now they yeah, are dedicated yeah. to the shareholders. Yep. It's no longer about what do the fans want, but rather what can we get away with? Blizzard sin. That actually is a really good way to look at it. What can we get away? Let's can see. Has one gold? Hard, or are they gonna start complaining about it? I don't. I feel like all all gaming companies are like this now, almost. No, no, no. There's some good ones. War Horse is really good, as far as we know. Yeah, I, it, I feel like if a if a gaming company gets big enough, it, it turns into this. Uh, that cash app with a hundred more gets its subs. Holy shit! Thank you very much, Cap. So, to my point about, we're not even talking about Immortal anymore. We're talking about Blizzard as a company, and how far they've fallen. So, there should be some very cautious optimism is the word I like to use here, because of. Blizzard fucking over people with Warcraft 3 Reforged, which I did not buy. I was going to buy it. Then I saw reviews. Then I saw friends talking about it. And then I researched it and was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Like, what the fuck, Blizzard? So, cautious optimism on, Blizzard, on Diablo 4. I'll probably still get it. And maybe a little cautious optimism on Diablo 2 Resurrected. There are gamers out there that don't care anymore. They're like, too little, too late. You've already made these games. You sold them to me. It's like listening to, and I, I've used this analogy before, listening to the same CD on different devices, listening on MP3, listening on CD, listening on Laserdisc, listening on vinyl. You're buying the same shit over and over and over and over, and over again. You're buying the same shit over and over again. And there's gamers that are absolutely fed up with this bullshit. And I, for one, understand it. I do. I do. Guys, for tuning in tonight, I would like to thank uh, one of the sweepers. I actually got the music from AudionOdix.com. And that's a special thanks to Jason Shaw for letting me use that music. All right, have a terrific night, ladies and gentlemen.